Hello, friends and listeners. Welcome to another scintillating episode of Bridging the Digital Divide. As you know, we're in Season 3, Episode 6. Super duper excited today because we have the IT expert from our town with us, John O'Neill. I know he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. But you are the expert for our town. And I'm so excited that you're here. I'm paid to be the expert. Uh, whether I'm not the expert is, is certainly a question that probably should be asked. You know, I like that answer. Paid expertise is a good thing. And right next to you, who's also paid for his expertise, hey, what a good segue, is our friend Brad McKenna from the library, who is my Sherpa guide through this technological mire and muck that we face all the time. I really, I really like the the Sherpa. The Sherpa. He's my Sherpa. Yeah. Like, can yeah. you picture him with the alpaca? I could with yeah. the alpaca saying, "Come on, Lisa, a few more feet," and me yeah. saying, "No, I'm not going to do it." Yeah. <laughs> the only problem with that is I'm afraid of heights, so we wouldn't get oh, very high. Well, that's okay. We can go flat. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We yeah. just go flat. Yeah. yeah. We won't take any terrain that's you know too heavy. A desert. Sure. Yes, yeah. Oh, I love that even more. <laughs> then less clothing to wear and yeah. better sticks. All right. So not to be silly, though. Um, Brad is the uh, technology librarian, and uh, John is the town's IT guy. I'm doing the I'm not worthy symbol here. We're so glad that you're here to uh, shed a little light on the IT world. We've had Ken Lord on before, who is the high school IT guy, but John kind of covers the whole town. Yeah, I actually, you know, Ken and I and Brad, we all work uh, closely together. Um, The schools are on the town's fiber network, so we share resources. So it's important that we are in constant communication. That's lovely. And it's nice to know that all you communication people are communicating. <laughs> Yay. When you say you're all on the same fiber, could you just explain that in a more tertiary term for people like me? Absolutely. Um, so you're probably accustomed to wireless at your home. Sure. Um, you know, back in the day, it was just completely wired connections in, in home internet. Um, for the town, we actually have physical wires running all about the town that connects our various buildings. Do we call these drops? Um, drops usually refer to uh, the physical connections in the walls where you actually plug in your, your computers and okay. laptops. And it also can be um, an in- internet connection rising, come in and putting it, put in a drop. Okay. So that would be where someone like me or WCTV, we've done it. We can kind of connect via the drop, but you don't need that because you're the source of all things, <laughs> right? Yes, you are the Yoda of the town. We love that. All right. So I guess we want to talk a little bit about ransomware. I like to say this all the time. Dun, dun, dun. Ransomware. Obviously, ransom. And where spyware, malware, mm-hmm. anything with wear on it, I think is pretty bad these days. Brad, can you tell us what ransomware is? Sure, ransomware is a form of uh, it's a virus. It's a mm-hmm. like, form of malware, is what they call it. And what it does is it encrypts your hard drive, and, and you have to pay them in order to decrypt it and get your inf- your information back. So when you say encrypted, that means would you see those things like wingdings if you tried to open your is the word server or if you tried to go in a browser if you try to do anything you can see that or it, is it just not going to let you go there at all it depends on the 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 way it's written but most of the time you just like boot up your your computer and you just get a screen saying you need to pay this and so you can't get to any of the applications on your computer unless you pay them 
theoretically. There are okay. ways around that. You're exactly right, though. That's, in some instances, you'll just see mm. the wingding gibberish yeah. over your files, and you can't access them. Yeah, and sometimes it looks like Russian. <laughs> dun da da again, right? Which I don't... I am not against the Russian people. I love them all. I am Polish. It's all good. But I've been thinking to myself that we've heard, it's been in the news, folks, so it's not me, that (laughs) Russia is the one who's doing some of these shenanigans. Or at least, wait, let's not say that. It's not Russia. That's where the hackers are living because they can get access to the things they need to do, the things they're doing, right? Um, These malicious actors are all over the place, but you're right that we are seeing... um, a number of sort of nation state actors that act on behalf of a government. And um, I think you, you see that a lot right now between Israel and Iran. Mm. Oh. Where, mm. And even, you know, allegedly the U.S. has had some hand in some of this. <gasps> what? But, We've done some stuff that was bad. You know, Iran's trying to <laughs> He's get, get their uh, nuclear facilities up and running, and they keep somehow running into problems. Yeah. And, and um, I think... Stuxnet was uh, uh, malware that infected their systems, and I think, I believe, it, it originated f- probably from the U.S. <gasps> Nobody we know, of but it's it's the new <laughs> yeah. it's the new war front. Um, it's mm-hmm. new battlefront. Oh my gosh. Um, cyber war- warfare is is everyday, constant. You know, I think I think I read that organizations are being targeted with ransomware every 10 seconds. Oh, my Lord. This makes you think of war games. The best thing (laughs) is not to play, right? (laughs) Why don't we get that? But okay, back to the story at hand. So how does ransomware affect towns and municipalities? Uh, Sure. So We have about 14 hours. (laughs) Feel free to go. Um, So it's funny because, you know, for a a little while, ransomware wasn't really touching... um, local governments and schools. But um, unfortunately, the trend is that local government schools are a little behind when it comes to um, technology and whether that's using the new technology, patching existing technology mm. and everything in that area. Mm. So these malicious actors who are putting out this ransomware realized, you know, it might be a good idea for us to target, you know, these sort of soft um organizations who mm. really aren't up to speed so it makes it a little easier so what yeah. what they normally do is send out um, as I'm sure you you probably already discussed uh, f- phishing emails and other um, uh, sort of uh, emails that are, have disguised malicious links and what happens is you know say someone who's working in the town clicks on a link that brings them to you know it creates this internet connection to a web page and it load software that has this ransomware on it that can encrypt our systems. And what happens with with networks is, you know, the 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 benefit of a network is that you exist together and you communicate together and there's right. this this trust that's built. It's, so that's the good news part. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> yes. right like just to break it down for the listener yeah. who's like a me. Okay, so everybody's all connected like I'm picturing tubes or wires kind of everyone's all in this hub. Mm-hmm. Everything's good and everyone's happy. <laughs> it's beautiful and peaceful and lovely and then Da-da. Yeah. <laughs> then those other guys or girls, hacker people come in. Do you think that they are they, the, the bad guys, are trying to do these things with small towns first to move up to a higher level? 
No, I think it's um, probability. I think it's statistics. Really? I think, you know, they, they recognize, you know, for them, it, they're sending out these mass emails. Um, okay. And, you know, a lot of times, too, with, with uh, local governments and schools is that all these email addresses are public information. Mm. Right. It's out there on the web. It's very mm. easy for me to go to any town's web page and find an email address. Right. And so I can easily just spam that address with, um, you know, these, these emails that have malicious links. Hmm. But if I were a criminal, which I'm not, um, I would start with the small stuff and see if I could graduate up to the bigger jazz. Is the money there, though? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's about the money. I think I would want to test out my criminal yuckiness and uh, <laughs> and see if it would work. And then I might say, I say well, hey, if it worked in Swampscott, I'm going to go for Washington, D.C. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because now <laughs> they might be listening to this and they might do it. But my point is um, I see a lot of small stuff, but we see bigger stuff, too. We do. Uh, the, you know, the thing with the oil company, the pipeline. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know you. it must have scared you to see that. <laughs> um, every, every cybersecurity incident scares me. Um, it's, you know, this I, is the I, man who lives in fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was explaining um, a little before this this podcast, you know, I, I, I feel like chicken little all the time, mm. um, especially at our department meetings where, um, you know, I'm giving everyone these, these sort of dire warnings. Mm. And I tell them, I said, it's not uh, a matter if it's going to happen, it's when. <gasps> We're eventually going to be hit with something. Oh, John O'Neill, Minister of Doom. <laughs> okay. Yes. But you know what? It's good, though, that yeah. you're saying it. It's good that you're telling us. But... Uh, are we still going to be vulnerable no matter whether you tell us or not? We are. Well, I, that I ends our podcast today. <laughs> I think it's about preparation. So John has the, the, the town going through cybersecurity training. And I oh. think the more, t- the more times you have um, learned or heard, even with technology, it's just about exposure. Right. So, so the more often you hear about something, um, the more aware you become of it. And so we're doing the training and hoping to stop what John's talking about. Like somebody sends us an email, we click a link and infect everything. Because right. John mentioned that one person clicks the email on their computer. But the good part about the network is also the bad part about the network. And so like one person downloads the, the, mm. the ransomware on their computer and then the network shares it. And so it goes everywhere and locks <sighs> everything out. Yeah. So it's tough. So you have to be, you have to be uh, a, naysa- a doomsayer. That's, that's for this. true. Yeah. That's true about everything, though. Mm. You know, like every new drug that's invented has, you ever watch the commercials? They go, oh, oh this yeah. is going to save your life. And yeah. and you might bleed and you might die and your cat <laughs> might throw up and all these things. So for everything good, there is a downside, sure. too. So the, the, the one positive about, you know, these headlines, and, and I'll get a little more into Colonial in a second, is that, you know, the positive is I can use them as examples yes. to to you know the town staff and right. and everyone I'm trying to get the message out to right right because when they see it more in the media mm-hmm. it kind of drives the point home mm-hmm. so not only uh, they see it in the media now now they're being affected in their wallets and that's mm-hmm. really driving home the point because of the gas price increase yes. i haven't seen that much of a difference though so it's it's i i don't think it it affected us that much on the the where we are in the northeast i think right. it was sort of um more localized. East, yeah, East, yeah. 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 And so the the funny thing about well not the funny <laughs> thing, but um the colonial ransomware incident, it only um affected their ability to bill. And so they shut down Oh wow. They shut down the pipe the <laughs> now pipe, that's funny. They shut down the pipeline for six days because they couldn't bill for it. That's really funny. That's interesting insider information because what I thought was 
I thought that that ransomware attack made them not be able to automate their systems to, this is how I think of it in a a low end term. Okay, they couldn't pump the oil out of the place and that was bad. This is is how rudimentary my brain is. And I'm a smart girl too. So I thought, okay, they can't pump the oil out. That's bad. And they can't. So I was picturing a guy with like a red button not being able to (laughs) press the red or the green button to get the oil to flow and that would be bad. But you're telling me it's even bigger than that. Um, it was more about commerce. It, it was it was more about commerce. So a lot of times, <sighs> a, a lot of times, um, these systems, uh, these networks are segmented, which mm. means they're sort of separated from each other. So in this particular instance with Colonial, it infected their billing systems. Mm. It did not affect the operational um, infrastructure equipment that was also networked. So interesting. So you know the, the oil was probably flowing. They just could not bill for it. It's funny. So why is that a problem? No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I get it. I get it. But then there is the bigger question of if they can do that with that, because I've been reading a lot about this. Okay, I don't want to say it, but everybody's thinking it. They could attack our electrical grids. They could attack our internet. And, like, what would we do without all the things that we're all so used to? And many of us don't even think about it. You know, um, it's like when your power goes out. And you know the power is out, but you still, your muscle memory makes you flip that switch to the bathroom, even though you know the power is out, right? So we're so dependent on our technology, and I don't think we think about it, which is nice, because that means the technology is working. But are these tests to do bigger and badder things? I think it's, they're going to hit everything they can hit. Um, You know, like I said, it's, it's, they're, they're targeting everyone and whatever, uh, weaknesses, vulnerabilities, um, and that includes systems and people, mm. uh, they will. And it's not just on the big, broad level of corporations. Brad and I have talked several times about taking those quizzes on Facebook where oh, yeah. it, it, it disguises it with, mm-hmm. hey, what's your favorite color? And hey, while I'm at it, what's your grandmother's name? And you think, oh, this quiz is cute, but that's fishing for details that mm-hmm. they can use later. So they're, they, the bad guys, are doing it on a small scale, but they're also doing it on a larger scale. Is there any hope? Nope. <laughs> Guess not. You know, I, I, they, you know, they say, you know, hope is, is can sometimes be a bad thing. Um, wow. I don't know if there's hope. Um, I mean, what can we do to protect ourselves? Or is, is or do we just accept this is going to happen and we kind of found, find workarounds? You, uh, or you, is it both? You, the awareness is important. Um, you know, there's, there's going to be workarounds. I'm sure there's going to be technologies invented that, that sort of help us in these situations. Mm-hmm. But eventually those are going to be exploited as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the way it works. It's a back and forth, you know. Um, I'm sure you know. You see with the smartphones, your your smartphone's constantly asking you to update it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because usually because there's some sort of security hole that was found in the software, and now mm-hmm. that system needs to be updated to patch that hole. And then you know these malicious actors find the next hole, and it's it's a this constant back and forth. So you know I think we just have to stay in a certain state of being cognizant mm. of you know this is great. Technology, this is convenient, but I I also have to be a little wary about, you know, what I'm putting out there, Hmm. what I I have saved on whether it's a personal device, um, you know, laptop, work computer, everything. Um, You know, you have to consider, you know, what what am I going to lose if I'm infected? Hmm. Do I have backups? 
Um, and that's really, you know, we, we were talking earlier about what we can do. Um, it's all about really resiliency. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are infected with these ransomwares, uh, ransomware and say you do not want to pay the ransom, which I should mention that. The US, <laughs> I don't think you should. The U.S. government stance is you, we should not pay. I any watch ransom. a lot of crime drama. You yep. never pay the ransomware. Yep. They kill the victim every <laughs> yes. time. Yes, and a lot of times these these organizations are hit a second time yeah. when the malicious well, actors know when the malicious act, mm-hmm. malicious actors realize yeah. okay they're going to pay the ransom. Yeah. Um, so it's you need that resiliency to say okay I'm infected with ransomware but guess what I have a hard copy backup that I can repair my systems with mm. and bring back my systems with. So rather than pay this unknown person, you know, five million in Bitcoin, <laughs> I'm going to say, you know what? <sighs> of course it's in Bitcoin. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> black yeah. web, dark yeah, web, dark right? Web, yeah. yeah well, I call not it the even black a, web, a, but the dark web. Did yeah. you, what about uh, El Salvador now has Bitcoin as an official currency? Crazy. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm shaking. I can't even. <laughs> I, we'll, I have... we'll do a show on that. Yeah, I could certainly okay. talk yeah, about I that. Bet. <laughs> so I guess we kind of know what ransomware is, sort of. We as the general people, yeah. I'm speaking for the populace, yes. Uh, the general people, we kind of know what it is. But how does that really affect all of us? Because those pipeline guys had to pay that money. Mm-hmm. So guess who they're going to pass that on to? You yeah. and me and everybody else, right? So we're all paying for it, really. In some way, absolutely. Yeah. And um, especially, you know, now, for a while, all these insurance companies were offering cyber insurance. Oh. And it's becoming a lot more difficult to get that insurance. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they got to pay out. You yes, know? exactly. Yeah. And that, that affects us all. I mean, wow. uh, you know, every time especially when it comes to insurance, eventually that trickles down to us. Right. Um, So when we see, you know, um, major industries like the oil industry and, you know, even more recently, um, the meat processing industry. Yeah, that happened a couple Mm -hmm. days later. And I was like, hey, Brad, we have more stuff to talk about, but not (laughs) yay us. (laughs) Because, you know, not good. And we're referring to the the JBS uh, ransomware incident. JBS is responsible for I think a, I think it's a quarter of the meat processing in the mm. United States, and um, you know they shut down a number of their plants, and you know that that makes meat scarcer. Mm. And right. when we go to the grocery store, right. you know we're going to see those prices. And 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 you know in that right, instance, right. And this wasn't a Greenpeace or a vegan incident like where they were like no meat. It wasn't that. It was bigger than that. It's all about money. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And but here's another thing that I've been thinking about too: data breach. Okay, now I remember when data breaches started happening, and I was like, oh, I, TJ Maxx, uh, you know, I think we're so used to hearing data breach that we don't even worry about it anymore. But how severe and how serious are data breaches? When you, you know, you, I hear it so much, I don't even mm-hmm. think about it anymore. The first time I heard it, I had to figure out what it was. Right. And then I was like, am I involved with any of those companies, and what did I give them? Yeah. Eh, they have my social security number, okay. But I, I tell everyone you know, just to make sure you have bad credit. <laughs> it's, it's really not the, so hard to do these days. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing you do um, if you worry about your identity getting stolen. Yeah. Just keep bad credit, and no one's going to want any of that. Um, okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> Fabulous. So there I, goes the whole country. I consider ransomware sort of a data breach because yeah. you really, know, sure. they they these these actors get access to your files. So a lot of times too, if you know, uh, if Brad gets infected with with ransomware, 
um, those malicious actors have access to his files. And a lot of time what they'll do is they'll dig through them. Right. Um, And if they see anything that may be a little unsavory, Mm -hmm. they'll try to extort them for. Mm -hmm. Right. And it just gives them that other avenue. So then the malicious actors, I like that better than bad guys, these malicious <laughs> actors that do these things. Um, so not only do they go after the whole conglomerate, then after that, they can pick through all that stuff for fun and get extra schmextra, right? Absolutely. Yuck. So d- should we just not have technology then? <laughs> you know, I think the the benefits uh, certainly outweigh. They do. Hard for they you do. to say, Mr. Negative. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm a pessimist in nature. That's I think, okay. I think I have to be in this Yeah, in this that's position. why we want yeah. you doing what you do. But, you know, the convenience of technology, I just, you know, it, we're in the information age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and in the certainly. Well, think about the pandemic, right? Yes. Right. Without technology, where would we, the country have right. been over right. the last year? And, and I mean, half? even with, you know, new drugs, like I'm sure when penicillin came out, People probably died from it, from allergies and yeah. stuff, and things went on. And so you have to, it's terrible to say, but you kind of have to look at the big numbers. Yeah. You know, that, 50 people died, but 20 million lived. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's exactly. terrible to say because it's human life, sure. but sometimes the end justifies the means a little bit, you know. Has Wilmington Library ever been attacked on you know, your watch? You know, funny you should mention that. The first year I started, we have a local history server where we uh, we host digitized town crier newspapers, mm-hmm. and we got hacked by the Russians. I got called by the FBI. Are you kidding me? No. I got called by the FBI. How fun. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, like, rebuild the entire server. Were they nice server. to you? Uh, he just wanted to know if, uh, he, I think he... he and did you co- believe it was the real FBI? Well, it's funny, because he calls me, this know. is Agent Johnson or whatever, here's the number yeah. for the bran- uh, FBI branch, call this number and ask for me. So he wasn't <gasps> oh like, God. I am here, you have to take my word for it. I would have been sweating. Oh, I was, totally. And scared to death. So like, I called him back, and he asked me a few questions, and, um, and it was basically just to make sure that I wasn't in league with the Russians. Ooh! And you know those calls are recorded. You know. Oh, God, they yes. don't even have to tell you. Yeah. So, I mean, but, I had to rebuild everything. I had a backup. I had a backup yeah. of all the newspapers or else all the digitized newspaper of the town crier that, like, doesn't exist anywhere but on that server <sighs> would have been lost. So we had a backup of everything, and I was able to just blow away the server and start yeah. again. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I DJ. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And um, I have hard drives, and I have um, separate, which brand, Tommy? Yes. Separate hard drives. Yeah. I don't, I don't, my computers are like kids. <laughs> I don't let them go to the internet. I just plug in the hard drive, and I make, I use Winamp to play oh, or Spotify. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And I do not let them, like, yeah, just like sure. a parent, you are not going no, there. Not. I don't let them. That's why I have backup for backup for backup. Yeah. Hard drives, I like the, the sanctity of that but a lot that's of great. us aren't mm-hmm. a lot well, of people thank don't thank you no. so much <laughs> that's because i'm paranoid but a lot of um a lot of folks don't it's working do so that right. <laughs> yeah so how does all this affect the town i there have been other towns i'm sure you know yes that have um, been hacked horribly I, ip addresses is one of the things i think that have been stolen from towns you know that that you try to go to their website and you can't oh, and they right, yeah. they steal Redux, your ip yeah. address and you can't use that and that's not good if it's swamp scott are us you can't do that so how safe is wilmington do i have to answer that on here <laughs> uh, as safe as it can be i yeah, think it's, i it's think it's we're as, doing good it's as, as safe yeah. as uh, you know like i said we as have anything to, is we have to lessen our our chances of of being um infected by by malware and that's all sorts of malware and mm. you know as i mentioned we have to be resilient um mm. we have to expect this to happen and we have to be ready to to bring our systems back up that being said 
Um, ransomware instance, you know, it's not sort of this this cut and dry. Okay, you're infected by ransomware on Monday, and mm. you know you pay the ransom and your files mm. decrypt, and on Tuesday you back up and running. You know what usually happens is you know organizations have to hire these outside firms to come mm. in and thoroughly check all mm. all of your backups to make sure they're clean. Mm. Um, oh yeah, because there could be something hidden in there, right? Because they're gonna hit you again. Absolutely, and you never know. Mm. Um, well, until so it's like a, like like a worm. Is that like a worm? It, it, I'm trying to use technical yeah. terms here. It's 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 not a worm per se, but it can sort of act like it. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know the networks where we're constantly connected. One of the things that that any sort of malware wants to do is spread. Um, so, yeah, because it's a and, virus. Yes, and right? that in that sense, you can kind of. That's where the worm comes yeah. in. Yeah. Ick. Okay, but we're okay in the town. We're doing all right. You are holding up your shield and thwarting I'm all do, those I'm, I'm malicious my, I'm actors. Doing, I'm doing my best. And um, you know what? We we I've, we talked a little bit about George Hooper, who I love to yes. death, right? And I guess the whole town doesn't really realize what you're doing, just like they don't realize what George is doing till something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're doing your job, we'll never have to hear about any of that jazz. Exactly. Yeah. But your job is bigger than that, though. It's not just saving the world from technology. <laughs> Which is enough. You also, when I think of the IT guy, I think of all the standard movies where the IT guy, he's laughing, comes down to your office and you say, my printer won't work. And the IT guy sits down on the keyboard. He goes, do, 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 and it's all fixed. How much of your job is that? We don't do that. We actually, (laughs) we first asked if you rebooted it. Yes. And I would go, what does that mean? Shut it (laughs) off for 10 seconds and turn it back on? Is that rebooting? And then I walk out of the room. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm very, uh, I like to think I'm very friendly. Well, it's good that you you probably teach the people too. Like you probably go in there and you say reboot. And if they look at you like I'm looking at you, you say, and that would mean you press the, what does that mean? Reboot. (laughs) It depends. I mean, I know (laughs) on your screen, you can press the little icon that says, Oh, is that start and save, update and la la la? Yes, it's a real question. Yeah, what is it? What do you mean? It, if you walked into my office, I said my thing isn't working, which is what I would say. My thing isn't doing what it should, and you would say, "Did you reboot?" And I would go, "I was smiling." You like, uh, I don't know. So I, I think I have a good analogy for this. So oh, good. Um, which I just thought of. Hopefully, it's good. Um, I'm sure it's fabulous. You know this this thing that needs to be fixed yes. has a brain. Oh. And yeah, it has a bit of a brain. And, you know, after working for you for a very long time, it gets some things get a little cloudy and a little sure. mixed up. And it's sort of good to, you know, get that rest or reset. Okay. Give it a Red Bull. Yeah. So like we, you know, we sleep and our brain sort of, you know, gets that rest and works things and sort of organizes things. Um, okay. The computer does the same thing. Um, you know, its brain can get a little murky. And mm. if you actually power it down where the brain's sort of asleep, completely asleep, and then wake it back up, it's in a better state. Okay, so what are the physical properties of doing that? Usually it's, conveniently enough, it's both... Is um, there like a setting? There's, there's a, a, the start button yeah. on, on Windows computers. You can click on it and choose restart. Oh, um, restart is a reboot? Yes. It's the same thing? It's the same thing. Well, we're going to have to put that in one of the episodes. <laughs> it's the same thing. Also, why didn't you just say that, you technical people? All right, so you, when you say reboot to me, you mean restart. Yes. So if you came into yeah. my office and you said that to me, you'd say, did you reboot? I'd say, 
Yes, John, I restarted my computer Nadine. yesterday, and it's still not working. And I even pressed update and sleep, and it didn't do that. So then what happens? Then I, I sit down and do my best to resolve your issue. Okay. How often do you have to do that sort of thing? Um, ha, 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 he says, <laughs> on the daily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, with the town, you know, we we operate with a ticketing system because Which this, means? these things happen so much that we need to have sort of a queue mm-hmm. um, to keep track of issues. Right. Um, so, you know, if you were having a, an issue at your desk, you would contact us. You would, you know, try by email. If that didn't mm-hmm. work, you could call us by phone. Um, and then we would... Um, you would get in the queue. I would get in the queue you of the, the queue. plethora of problemos. And yes. then you would solve them based on need yes. and severity, I yes. would guess. And on top of that, um, you know, the, the general troubleshooting support, um, my job entails, you know, guiding um, and having the vision for the technology for the town. And, wow. and when, I, when I say the town, um, that includes the library, mm-hmm. uh, uh, municipal buildings, and public safety, police, fire, and dispatch. Oh, my um, Lord. And wow. that's, that's a 24-hour operation, Yeah, I can obviously. see that. Um, okay. When you say we, is there more than one you? Are you the only wizard behind the curtain, or <laughs> I, are there I, more? I have two excellent uh, staff, uh, okay. Sue Moran and Andrew Fredette. And nice. That's a shout-out to them. Yay. The <laughs> okay. How do other towns do this sort of thing? Usually, uh, like Because you line. know what? I want to tell you. I didn't know we had an IT guy. Brad said, hey, can we have it's, that IT guy on? And I uh, said, okay. I didn't know that we actually had that. So it's new. you want to speak to that? Yeah. A bit, so Brad? like when I started in 2014 and the IT for the town was working for the accounting department. And then the John's predecessor came in and basically uh, worked with the town manager to like create an IT department for the town, wow. which is sadly not the common thing yeah. that towns I would do. imagine it's not because yeah. the folks that are in the chairs that make the decisions are my age or older mm. probably and we're i'm like what yeah. do we really need this well you don't know you need it until you need it oh, yeah. probably wilmington was still considerably late on yeah. on establishing their own it department yeah. i don't blame them because uh, not in a bad way <laughs> i'm thrilled that you're here but i can i can just see that you know we're all so comfortable in a very sleep-like state mm. with technology probably not a good thing because we're just like accepting of it so it's so prevalent in our world that we just like oh it's all good but it's good to have a watchdog that's what i consider you Absolutely. Our, our town and, watchdog and ultimately you know what i do um is making things easier for our employees to better provide services to our residents okay. because i mean that's what what we're all here for what we, right. what we get paid for right. working for the town is is providing residents with you know, various resources and services. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on a personal note, um, you, in the town, you make sure everything's safe and cozy. How much of that do you do in your own life or do you take risks? Are you like taking Facebook quizzes and <laughs> doing stuff like, or are you like super reticent in your own universe? How, what do you think about that? That's a good question. Well, thank um, you. I do my best. <laughs> I think I, I'd say about um 80% yes, you know, sort of safe and doing safe yeah. with technology uh, but i mean i don't think i have anything stored on any of my equipment that i couldn't lose a minute from now and you'd be okay with i'd it. be okay that's good because you're practicing what you're preaching mm. which yes. i like right yeah. brad how risky are you not very i i um i like the technology advances but like i tend to 
I use technology uh, as I need to, but I don't yes. like seek out new technologies. And I'm not, I'm not big on like the social media quizzes and stuff like yeah. that. So like they I, get you though, you uh, know, it's, they, it's, can. It's, it, they do. Yeah, they and can. it's, yeah. So I mean, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good. I, think, I mean, I've okay. seen so many people at the library like have right. not, not, not ransomware because not every virus or malware is ransomware, but it's still those stupid pop-ups that say mm-hmm. Microsoft, you need to contact Microsoft. Sure. I've had those. And they can't get, and they can't yeah. get by it. So like I see that kind of stuff. And so I'm a bit like John in that case is you'd be kind of, you think the worst of the technology. And so you, you use it um, carefully. Yeah. Really, and backups, backups yeah. everywhere, like cloud backups, because it's just convenient, but also have a, a physical backup like you do with your, your yep. music, yep. because who knows if you, what happens if you can't get to the cloud, you can't right. get your backup. Yeah, so I, I like surety, yeah. and I like physical, hard stuff, you know, like I like to print out emails and edit them <laughs> that way. I, I like tangibles. I don't yeah. like this whole realm of cloud yeah. and all that <laughs> jazz, but I know it's necessary. Sure. I, I would say I take risk, but it's unknown. Every time I take a risk and you teach me about it, I yeah, stop doing that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't always know it's a risk because sure. most of these things are innocuous, which is mm-hmm. what those bad malicious actors do. They want to get in. If it's said on it, hey, we're going to take your stuff and we're going to ruin your life, <laughs> you obviously <laughs> wouldn't do it, right? So yeah. it has to be set up to lull you into yeah. this sense of security, which makes it even worse yeah, and more malicious. It's interesting. You see it on a lot of websites now. If there's like paid content, meaning that it's not from the website owner, they have to actually disclose that now yes. because that was such a good yes. way, an easy way because ads are all over these yes. websites and it's so easy to yes. hide something in those images. Yeah. So I have in my house um, a, a, a dot, an echo, right? Yeah. I have three uh, Amazon Echoes. I also have their um, little projector thing too. I've got like five devices in my house plus eight Kindles. Did I'm you, probably at risk. So you're saying you don't like privacy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably majorly at risk. Thank God I'm not doing anything bad or subversive because I'd already be in jail. But uh, my whole world, there's no privacy yeah. in my universe, and, and it's I think privacy is a misnomer. Yeah. Don't you think, John? There's no such thing. At this point, yeah. it's the tooth fairy and privacy. At this, yeah, at this point, there's very little privacy. Yeah, you don't get the benefits because you have to give up your privacy to get a lot of the benefits. And and a lot of people, you know, they'll, you know, uh, you'll see the terms and conditions. Yeah, who reads no one reads them. Oh, please, them. I, don't I don't read them. them. No, no. no. unless and, unless I have to. But now they're right. doing this thing where they're putting this little tiny thing, which is nice. It's smaller as far as like space. Um, you're entering a third party thing. Right. Oh, They'll say yeah, that. You're going to a yep, third-party yep. neighborhood. Do you really want to go there? Well, gee, I really would like to buy these clogs, so I'm going to totally do that. Has, and they know you're going to do has it. Has there been an instance in history where someone's like, okay, well, I don't want to go there then. No, everyone's just like, yeah, yeah. okay. It I'll depends on what it is I think I'm wanting. Yeah. If it's my one of my 1 a.m. Amazon shopping binge <laughs> type situations that I have been known to do yeah. occasionally, then I'm going to say yes. Yeah. But if I'm more lucid and it's maybe daytime <laughs> or it's a big ticket item, if it's yeah. a Small. I'm like sure. it's eight bucks. Yeah. I don't worry about it. But that's not the issue. And maybe I should say that to us all as we're listening. <laughs> the I think why I say yes is oh it's eight bucks. But that's really not the problem. Mm-hmm. The eight bucks is not the problem. The problem is they took my data, which is bigger. But I always look at it as eh, it's a small purchase. It's on my Discover card or my PayPal. They'll go fight the bad guys if I need that. But that's probably Did- not true data is the number one traded commodity in the world it surpassed oil at some point and so now you know even um it isn't that fixable though i mean your identity gets stolen come on is it that bad really 
Oh, like I said, you just keep bad credit. You get a new you get a new S number, which I was so mad when they made me change my social security number to an S number. I know it was the right thing to do, but I was really Oh, mad the, about what, it. your license means? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. yes, because yeah, I I could yeah. memorize that yeah. on the number. I now I don't know this number. number. <laughs> right? I don't know it. So I wasn't happy about that. But I know why they did it. Yeah. Um, Make it so yeah. But I don't really think about it as much as I probably should. I don't know. What should we do if we think we're a victim of some of these bad things, John? Uh, so, you know, if you're hit with malware, I, th- I think the first thing that you really want to do is um, unplug your computer because you oh. you, you want to you want to make sure that it doesn't spread to anything else. Um, and that goes for organizations as well. One of the first things that we do um, is you want to physically separate that that network connection Mm. um, because you don't want it to spread. So you said physically unplug it, which I can relate to because that is easy and I know what that is, right? So, Because I'm thinking I would just shut down my computer, but you're saying that's not enough. Uh, I would say I would say physically. I like to unplug So he's, he's talking about unplugging two things, right? The power cord and also if it's connected on the wire, unplug <gasps> the Ethernet cord. Thank you for saying yeah. that. And yes, that looks like you. a little <laughs> phone jack thing, right? And so yes. you unplug that too. Yeah. But when you replug it, then what happens? Well, so... The, the next point is you definitely don't want to plug it in until you you call an expert. Um, you know, I would a lot of times, I don't know, if, if you have a, a local resource, you may even want to contact the library and ask for advice um, if they have a tech librarian. who. Oh, my has, eyes are like saucers right now. Like, okay, I've unplugged all my stuff. I get it all Now the what time. do I do? It's, and I probably wouldn't even have your phone number yeah. because it's stored in my computer, <laughs> right? And then you go on your phone yeah, number. Right. Yeah, but then that's bad, Or then right? you ask one of the... 300 echoes right yeah 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 exactly (laughs) so you know what i would do i would just oh i'm gonna unplug them all now my boyfriend's gonna be like what she's unplugged everything in the house (laughs) yes and i'm driving to the library don't bother me right and then i would ask you is it fixable easily most of these problems are they easily fixable a and b what do you say it depends it it depends on so like windows is pretty good at keeping what they call restore points Mm. and so what you could oh yes i've done that before yeah you go back to three days ago yeah i wish i could do that in my real life you can boot it up into advanced advanced mode safe mode or Mm. some of the before you get to windows there's an option to like tell windows that you don't want to reboot the current version because john was talking right because then you would just recatch the virus right john was talking earlier about uh, the backups the restores uh, the restore points and the updates for the windows updates and so it usually creates a restore point every time it does a major update and so in this special screen you could click an older version of the update and if that's where it was installed. After that point, you're okay. <sighs> for me, if it's not. <laughs> for me, I wouldn't even be comfortable with that. Yeah. On, on as far as when it gets, comes down to personal computers, mm-hmm. um, you have to assume that it's. You know, a lot of times these system restores, they they have um, the operating system sort of on, uh, on one point of the right. save, and then you have right. they're really just looking at the change of oh a lot of God. the files. Right. So um, they're gonna get you either, no matter what you do. You know, like I said, I you know I think it's good if if you have important stuff that you're saving yeah. on your hard drive. Yeah. Right. Have backups yeah. and right. have yeah, backups yeah. that are not connected to yeah. the internet. Which would be Brad? The the hard drive. The hard, drives, hard drives. Actual yeah. physical yeah. pictures. Yeah. It depends on how big it is because you can get like an eight gigabyte USB drive for like six bucks, and most of the time, people's sensitive files are like documents that yes. don't take up much space or yes. pi- pictures yes. of their grandkids yes. or yes. something yes. like yes. that. And, and I should tell everyone, you know, if you are using an, an external hard drive to back up your stuff, a lot of times mm. people will keep that connected to their computer mm-hmm. and have. Uh, 
automated backups, right. you want to make sure that you, oh, you yeah. disconnect that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. external hard drive yeah. as much as possible. Because as I pointed out, these viruses, these, this ransomware, this malware, you know, it, it looks to spread. Mm-hmm. Right. And I even have backup for that backup. So yeah. I have a hard drive, yeah. and I have that yeah, hard drive backed hard up drive, in a yeah. safe Locate in nice. a safe, like literally in Fire a safe. Say that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it's only music and stuff. But I just am yeah. like super scared about that, and that's not because of malware. That's because of human error. I was afraid yeah. I would corrupt my sure. hard drive or drop it in milk or break it or something, and then I would have the backup. But it saved my life, I think. And you know, and also too, when you don't have backup, that's when things fail. Like I've found that when I bring fourteen thousand, you know, my friends will say, "Why do you bring nine speakers? You only need two. Because if I didn't bring them, something would break. break yeah. So I find if I'm over diligent about yeah. it, it works. Do you find that to be true, John, in your world? I think so. You know, there's uh, we certainly. Um, you know, especially with uh, equipment, uh, critical equipment, you yes. always want to have that that backup, that you know, that second network switch. Yes. Um, just in case something terrible happens, um, I'm all for redundancies. Oh yes. Um, you know, duplication, anything you can do to sort of, you know, be able to come back from any right. sort of disaster. Right. What do you think bad things are coming down the highway? Have oh. you seen anything <laughs> that we should be aware of that's coming? I mean. It seems like every time I learn how to fix something, another new yucky thing comes. So what are we that's facing? A, that's a good question. What are we facing? I, you know, I think right now I'm, I'm a little too concentrated on the presence. Yeah. I mean, the ransomware is a big enough thing by itself. Yeah, yeah. And from what you taught us today on this podcast, they're not just taking all the big data. And I thought it was just shutting down the factory line. It's not even that, although they can do mm-hmm. that too. It w- Will it only get worse from here? I hate to say it, but it's yeah. it's it's trending in that direction. Okay. Uh, and all the statistics are pointing that it's it's going to be worse this year. It will probably be worse next year. Yeah. Um, and there's probably nothing we can do, really, except you know try to do the things that you talked about, which is do backups and all that. I am sure there's tons of stuff that goes on in the White House on the daily. Absolutely. I'm sure that we don't know about it, and I'm so glad we don't know. <laughs> you know, Because really, I would be scared to death every day. We're otherwise. seeing a big push with cybersecurity from the White House mm-hmm. now, and, yeah. and I think that's extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big parts of cybersecurity, um, and, and, you know, we've sort of talked about it a little, is is education. Because mm-hmm. the front line to, to protecting ourselves from right. ransomware, um, you know, as far as organizations, it's it's always that person who's actually sitting at the, right. using that computer. Right. So it's me, it's Brad. It's, yeah, it's, it's me, because it, I'm it the is. weak link. It it's is. not you guys, because well, you guys know better. It's it's the little me's. It's that girl in the secretarial pool, <laughs> sorry to sound so sexist, who just clicks on the thing, yeah. and you guys probably wouldn't do that, because you know better. That's why education yes. but, I mean, is the key. We're not, you know, we're not perfect either. No, no, no. Uh, you know, and you talk really? about, you, earlier you were talking about lucidity. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I tell people, I say, you know, you could be scrolling through emails before you had your coffee in the morning and yeah. just accidentally, you know, not really thinking, you're not really awake. And right. You, you click on a link and... and what happens if your computer's a little go. sluggish this morning and you click on something but it wasn't the right thing? Have you done that, Brad? I've clicked on the things I haven't meant to. Like <gasps> nothing, nothing no horribly way, wrong, no but way. like gone to certain sites. But I have my backups. I have antivirus yeah. that's running. So like right. I've, I've right. had my antivirus pop did, up and say, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> did you guys? I've had that too. Uh, did you guys see that the malware guy, the malware creator guy, is in uh, big jump. trouble? I just saw that this morning. I 
he committed suicide. Sorry to say. Oh, you're talking about he John did. McAfee. Oh, yeah, that the, guy. The anti, yeah. the, the anti-malware guy. <gasps> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not good. Yeah. And he embezzled a ton of money and yeah. stuff. Well, there we go. Back he was to supposed money. to be our protector. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's like the Pope doing something bad to me. I was like, wow. So you just kind of don't know who to trust a little bit. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I, at one point, so uh, the, for, for a while, one of the big antivirus software companies was Kaspersky, oh, and yeah. they're a Russian organization. I was going to say, that sounds a little... Yeah, Russian. And, and I think you see some of that, too, in the mistrust with China, because, you know, a lot yeah. of, of, you know, CPUs, uh, the, uh, the computer processors, yeah. the brain yep. of the computer yep. are, are manufactured in China. Mm. And, you know, there's th- th- become this, uh, this concern uh, with governments that... You know, there could be back. There could be hidden stuff yes, in there. Yes, yes. Right. That that's a technical term. Hidden it, stuff in that there. That is <laughs> yeah. absolutely but the technical even in term. the even in the motherboard, I would bet. Right. <laughs> yes. Yay! I got it go. right. <laughs> but I mean, they could put and little. That's, that's what I was talking They could about put little CPU. chips in yeah, there yeah. Yep. that you because the because I would think on a computer you might sort of get wise to it. Oh, that doesn't seem quite right. But if it's in the physical design of the product. How are you going to accommodate for that? You remember the super micro hack there? There was the, the, the there was a few years ago. I don't think it was a hack, but it was uh, Bloomberg. I want to say reported a story about something to do with um, the super micro CPUs manufactured mm-hmm. in China. I can't even. Rem- I can't. I hate doing this. Like I can't remember everything, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, but there and then was we're going to get all letters and comments. I, that's okay. I can, I'll look we it up afterwards it. and, and put it. it on the companion page. Fabulous. But like they were, they Bloomberg found like the the shady goings on with yeah. where this, this manufacture process was taking place. Because once they know what we're looking for, mm. then they're going to try another. Yeah distract you with another shiny object yes right? there's so many shiny objects yes. it's technology <laughs> so let's let's talk a little less sad scary stuff and let's just talk about what a day typical day looks like for you for the town in it if there is such a thing as a <laughs> typical day for you yeah my typical day is you know i have all these items planned to do um to work on <laughs> and then i get in and, and i see the first email i get the first phone call and everything goes into chaos. Okay. <laughs> so it's prioritizing 101. It, it usually right? is. Putting out fires and it, trying it, to put out two fires with one extinguisher. Yeah. It, okay. A lot of my day is, is putting out fires. And, okay. and, you know, a lot of that I delegate to my staff. But, okay. But we have a fairly small department yes. for Ignore Witness So we have no brush fires. We have more little fire pit fires that we can control in yeah, the town. Yeah. Right? We're doing okay. We're, we're Nobody do- needs to worry. We're, we're doing, doing all right. right. Um, we, you know, we're extinguishing very tiny, small fires. Yes, we don't want anyone to panic. No <laughs> yeah. panicking here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So my, my day, um, a lot of times, you know, for right now, um, we're about to enter a new fiscal year. Um, okay. So... Not only, you know, am I sort of helping on this tr- troubleshooting side, I actually, you know, I, I'm budgeting, I'm yes. I'm planning projects, I'm, yes. you know, ordering equipment. Right. Uh, there's a, certainly uh, a number of, of various things I do throughout the okay. day. And I'm it, sure there are. And, and I, I don't certainly know if don't think your feet are up, it. hanging around <laughs> and all that. You're not ordering pizzas and hanging out. Okay. <laughs> no. um, cost for some of these things that save us or help us, right? I mean, most of us think about, well, John's just doing his job and he's just loading stuff up and he's putting apps and all this. But this stuff costs, right? Uh, It must be expensive to purchase these protections. It can be very expensive. and um, Yeah, and they're not dumb because they know we're going to, you know, those guys who make that stuff, they know we're going to need it. I I had a bit of a, 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 
um, difficult conversation with the, with the town manager this past budget cycle. Um, with with the pandemic, he really wanted to see um, budgets capped mm. as far as growth at a certain percentage. And yes, you know, I gave him the the sort of uh, the hard truth that. You know, as far as a technology budget, you're you're basically going to see this increase year to year, and you right. have to expect and be prepared for that. Right, it's ha- it's a hard sell. It is. Um, it is again for our older population. It is. Um, it's a hard sell because we we don't know the benefit until something goes wrong. Right, because yeah. you, you if we we don't get the money to buy the hardware that we need that is up to date, yes. you don't know about it until something goes right. wrong. Right, and then you're going to see all over the community page why didn't we? So. How come we didn't? And you see, and you see, that, you see you know, that a lot, and that's yeah. why mm-hmm. that's why um, you know local governments and schools are being targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it's an it's an easy gateway. It is right. It's hard to justify something that people are never going to see, right? Because yes. if things are going right, you spent the money and nothing happens. So true, humans. And you don't see humans. It. They're such terrible beings. <laughs> and, yes. and that's that. You know that can work for me and against yes. me. Um, a lot of times, you know, I'll go to town meeting, and sometimes, you know, I won't won't be asked any questions about <laughs> what I'm requesting for my my capital. Well, because that's because we don't know what half the stuff <laughs> is. And, and that's that's the positive. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But that can also be a negative because right. they, uh, you know some. Um, people who don't use t- technology too much right. can't can't truly understand yeah. what yes. we need. And then and then it's nice that people can ask questions that tell me I love that. But then some people are going to ask you stuff like I would ask you like, well, what is a computer? And you know, like <laughs> you don't have time to educate. You know what I mean? Like you don't have sixteen hours to say, well, this is the why we need this. So there's got to be a lot of trust yeah. on the part of us. As a community, there is for and, you, and, and, and I, to know that you know what you're doing. Yeah, and I think the community has to trust um, not only not only me. They have to trust you know the the volunteers that are right. on the finance committee mm. that are recommending right. my mm-hmm. budget. Right. Um, the town manager who is reviewing this budget. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I think this certainly is with as far as uh, understanding technology. There has right. to be that trust between the residents and yeah. um, town operators. And I mean, even as much as the layperson knows, I think I know some things, but even as much as you know, Brad, mm. there's still going to be questions oh, God, when you, you look at the plethora of things on your and list. I, I absolutely appreciate that. Um, that you know, at any point of time, at any of these public meetings, a resident can walk in and ask a question. I think that's a fantastic, mm-hmm. right. wonderful thing. And, right. uh, you know, I don't I don't know if it happens at other countries, but it's great that it happens. Right. There. Yeah. And what's tough about that is, you know, sometimes we have gripes about, let's say, another new ambulance for the town or this or that. That's a tangible item. Yeah. I can think to myself, I know mm-hmm. what an ambulance is. Yeah. But when I see a big number for you, and it's not really for John O'Neill, yeah. it's for Wilmington at large, you know. It's harder to question those items. So we're hopeful that those who employ you are kind of looking at what you're asking for and that you're not asking for stuff that we don't need. Absolutely. Which I know that you don't do. I do not. Yes. (laughs) All right. Tell folks about the companion page. We'll do our food for thought. Okay, sure. So if you go to wilmlibrary.org slash BDD, I have uh, the current, uh, probably be the one older, but I have the current episode and further reading. And then we have a list of uh, resources. previous episodes on the left and at the bottom we have a a form where you can suggest topics for us cool and i've said it a million times if some of the stuff we say doesn't make sense to you or the terminology is you know out of your scope we do have lots of stuff in that first season that really gave you all the nuts and bolts so you can talk the tech with these dudes if you need to call (laughs) them up you can speak their language Mm -hmm. all right let's do our food for thought hang on 
And now it's time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. John, did you want to take this one? Sure. Uh, Ooh, exciting. So this episode's Food for Thought is about the first known case of ransomware. Ooh. And it actually happened in 1989. <gasps> um, yes. <laughs> I was approximately seven years old. Yeah, make me sad. I was <laughs> in college. Lovely. Br- Brad was eight. I was eight. I was going to say we were even born, but okay. <laughs> so th- this particular ransomware targeted the attendees of the World Health Organization's <gasps> AIDS conference. Oh, no. So an individual got the mailing list of the 20,000 attendees who are going to be attending this this WHO's AIDS conference wow. and sent them all a floppy disk. Like a, a legitimate floppy, not the small one. Of all the attendees. <laughs> to 20 so Liz Taylor was on there because she was, was probably she? there. <laughs> no, well, I mean, she was big into that stuff. Yeah. I'm just making maybe, it up as I go along Maybe here. she was. But yeah. wow. Oh, so, they, so what would be the advantage to that, do you think? I mean, AIDS, at that time, AIDS was extremely controversial. Um, it still is, of course, and I don't want to upset anybody, so please don't say mm. anything to me about that. But I'm thinking about at that particular time, 82 or 85 or so was when we sort of started seeing the awareness of it. It was already mm. there, but the public was beginning to be aware. So what good would that do to steal that data? That That's an interesting question, and I'm not sure if they ever figured it out, but... They did trace, so so what happened was these, these 20,000 attendees received this floppy disk. If you inserted the floppy disk into your computer, hmm. after a few days, all of a sudden, you couldn't access your files. <gasps> and a message would show up that said, please send 189, 189 <laughs> yeah. very specific yeah. amounts to a P.O. box, <laughs> to a P.O. box in Panama. Wow. And they would send the instructions to sort of get, to get your files back. Okay. And so actually law, law enforcement was were able to trace back that PO box and they found it was owned by a Harvard, Harvard taught <gasps> evolutionary no. biologist. Oh no, no, no. Who no, was no. um at the time conducting AIDS research. After after he was arrested, um yeah. he had said that he planned to donate the money to, oh. AIDS, to AIDS research. Research. Well, couldn't he have just okay. Well, we won't go there because that'd be another show. But I'm thinking <laughs> if I had received that floppy disk and it must have said on the front names of attendees, I probably would have put it in, thinking to myself, "Oh, this is so nice. I can contact everybody." But then I would have got this message a few days later saying, yeah, "Now your now your life is over and <laughs> you have to send this thing." Because I can't see the value. What I'm trying to think of is mm-hmm. what would be the value. Like I understand from the other ransomwares. A town can't have its IP address. Yep. The pipeline can't run. Or what you've just debunked, they can't bill people, which actually makes me <laughs> mad at them. But okay. And, and they, if it's you know, true what yeah. what this person alleged, yeah. that he was going to donate yeah. the money to AIDS well, research, you would think that the 20,000 attendees yeah. were probably trying to help the cause. Yeah. So, so that might have just been, hey, now I'm in jail and I'm going to say that. Yeah. We don't know and it's all alleged so we don't want to get in any <laughs> trouble. But that's interesting because the value, I don't know what would be the value in that. I don't know. Maybe and he I, just wanted to see if he could do it. $189 is very specific. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes me wonder if like, you know, computers have certain numbers they'll only take up to. Maybe there was something about if you went to 190, it would like crash. I don't know. Why that? <laughs> And 189 times 20,000? We can only I don't speculate. know what that number is. Right. We'll, we'll do the calculations after the program. I know right? sometimes that uh, it's been said that ransomware doesn't really ask for exorbitant amounts because it's more likely you'll pay a smaller amount. Well, because I'll have a smaller right. amount. <laughs> but I think once you pay them, then it's oh, yeah. then you're yeah. in. Then and you're, then yeah. they know they've got you. Right. And then it's over, Johnny, after that. That's why I say don't pay. 
Because yeah, then they you got shouldn't. you. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of crime drama. <laughs> you should not pay. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. That's right. 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 I think I heard that in the 80s. <laughs> I think one of our presidents <laughs> maybe, might have said maybe. that. And then there was some other stuff that went on that proved that we might have done some of those things. But that's a whole nother show. I think that's a different podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a whole different podcast. Yes. John, is there anything else final? I know I told you I was going to ask you this, that you want to say about your job, the town, you want to say hello to any friends, anything you'd like to say. And I do want to thank you so much for uh, taking thank, time thank out of you so your busy day. And I hope nothing has gotten hacked while you're not sitting in your chair <laughs> over in the town. <laughs> you know, I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this opportunity to warn all the, the town employees yes. to... Be careful of everything you click on. Okay. And do your cybersecurity training, please. Okay. Where do we get our cybersecurity training? Oh, this was just for I was just mentioning that to town employees, but for that's ret- okay. But, but for well, you can do both. You can do both. Like <laughs> how do how do both of us get that? That's, you that's know, us question. regular folks. So y- y- I think YouTube. it's time you know for a I, seminar, you guys. Yeah. What I would say is like check YouTube. YouTube has yeah. great videos. So they go do. to YouTube and do and type in cybersecurity training and watch some of those videos because they're not all going to be great. Wow. So you know what? <laughs> but you can see more information on YouTube. I always use YouTube as a resource because there's so much there. And while I can't vouch for all of it, it's amazing what you can find there. Okay. So check that out. So, so if you just went videos. to YouTube and you wrote type in cyber cybersecurity, training. cybersecurity training and see what comes up. Okay. I don't know what comes up, so it'll be interesting. So if anybody so if does I was a do bad it, let me guy, know. <laughs> if I was a bad guy, that would be a perfect place for me to put my stuff. But you don't click any. Don't click in the descriptions. So yeah, so. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> does, um, the, as the library, do you guys have any resources on this? <sighs> I don't think so because we have, we have a couple of different like training repositories, but I don't. It's more for like applications the library uses or applications mm. that's a good question I'll look into it because one of them is called Niche Academy and there are a bunch of different kind of tutorials and it's like the basics of computers mm. um, so I'll look into it because yeah, maybe nice. there would be it'd be nice if we could at least you know, Absolutely. Point, point people to um, yeah right in town I'll see what I can love find it. and I'll put it, I'll put this info on I the would love to see a little town seminar for que- for you guys yeah. uh, the IT of Brad and the town holy ness over there, to come together and kind of give us some guidelines. He's shaking his head, but that's how I feel about you. I have such reverence for what you do because it is completely foreign to me, even with Brad being here for thousands of years explaining stuff to me. It is still very, very murky for me, and I'm so, I feel blessed that I can really have you guys to pick your brains, and I'm sure the community would benefit from that. But folks within the town that want the cyber training, you provide that. We do, we do. So just ask me, you're saying. Yeah, right. just, just just ask me. Just reach out and Come ask cyber me. train me. And, and as far as residents, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll have some yeah. links for you yeah. on, the, on the library. Page. What do you teach them in your cybersecurity training? It, that that's so we a lot of times we teach them what to look out for, and a lot of that's concentrated on both email yes. emails mm-hmm. that we receive and yes. um, what you're looking at when you browse the World yes. Wide Web. So you know how Nike says, just do it? <laughs> Yours is going to be, just, <laughs> just don't, don't do it. it. Yeah, just, right? just don't, don't just, do it. Don't do it. Think about it. Hmm. Really inspect. Yeah. Okay. Be, be your discerning. own detective. Yes. Yes. I like it. And, and we hopefully, you know, with the, with this education that, that we do through, through our internal employees is hopefully give everyone the... The, the tools that they need yes. to sort of help yes. us defend ourselves yeah. from I like it from these these bad actors yes bad I like guys. it a lot I would love to see some sort of something come out of this that you guys do we have could homework do. this isn't the way no this I works. think it would be great <laughs> no I, think, I, no, I think, um, I'm getting like goosebumps about it I think it's a good thing no I think it's yeah. a good thing and and I know I had I had previously um, have had 
uh, discussions with the elderly services yeah. director because a lot of times, mm. you oh know, gosh, maybe, they're so vulnerable. Maybe not mm. ransomware specifically, but uh, as far as malware oh, yeah. And, yeah. and these these attempts to extort usually target the elderly population. Sure, I did a show uh, with Chris Neville, who is former mm-hmm. chief detective here in the town, about scams and phones and yeah. all that stuff. It would be nice to have this taped. Oh, I think I work for someone who does that. <laughs> it's called WCTV. It'd be nice to have this yeah. in perpetuity so that people could review it. And even though there are going to be changes and emendations, we got to start somewhere, right? Yep. Right. And there's, right. there's and with technology as we know at this point. There are always changes. Yeah, I was going to say when you <laughs> oh, leave, yeah. when you leave, you'll yeah. be calling me up, going, "Oh, that thing I told you, <laughs> can't dated, do that anymore, right?" right? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, John, so much, John O'Neill. Thank you very much. I T big dude here in the chair, and Brad, you know I love you. Ah. Always great. <laughs> so we're going to Sherpa guide right out of here today, and thank you guys so much for being with us for another episode of Bridging the Digital Divide. We'll be again with you very soon. <laughs>